right, do I have a show for you today or tonight or wherever you're listening from? And if you are French and in France, then you are my most valuable listener because, well, I shouldn't put it in values like that. No, everybody, all are, are valuable and VIPs to me. For some reason, France loves my show specifically. I don't know why, but it is. I'm very grateful for that. I didn't know there were so many English-speaking French people in France too. And thank you for listening. You're listening to Sass, Starseeds, Angels, Savant Syndrome, with your host, the Mystic Man. I'm very mystical. What does that mean? What does it mean to be a mystic? What is a mystic compared to a psychic? Well, you can actually read all about it. In a published article online, published in A Philosopher's Stone, a publication on Udemy. Have you ever, well, I mean, this is to all the dudes, like the dude. You ever seen a woman breastfeed like I don't know I mean I didn't think it was like specifically hot I mean it is but it's not it's like more than that you know it's a beautiful thing and I saw a video of it while I was making a video and I had to stop and I really just watched and I mean boobs so like yeah but it's like you know on one level it's like a little tiny human eating another human like it's like sucking the juice out of a human like whoa that's intense like that's some hardcore shit you know like it's kind of like scary but not you know it's just like really shocking like wow like human eating human All right, let's get right to it. You are listening to Sass.
Starseeds Angels Savant Syndrome. And I'm Sean, actually. The Mystic Man, I say, but really I just got that uh, name because, uh, well, actually it was um, it was my Google account name for uh, my my Google account thingy and um, I had it as that from a song, a Hawaiian song, you know, I think it was um, 3 plus or Ikolu or whatever. Either 3 plus or Ikolu. Really old classic Hawaiian song. Really good one. I used to love that one as a kid. And, uh, well, I love the whole band, you know. And I had that up. And then at some, um, what was it? It was, um, yeah, a certification for something, right? There was a account that I made through just signing up with my Google account and they put my alias for my email <laughs> onto the certificate when I finished the course. And I was like, dude, like, come on, like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is not going to fly with me. No, how the hell am I going to show people this and be like, hey, yeah, this is me, <laughs> Mystic Man. But yeah, in any case, thank you for listening, and thank you for your time right now, wherever you're listening from, day or night, today, tomorrow, or wherever you are, it's definitely then, at that time, and you are listening to a time capsule. Isn't that cool? Think about it, you know, um, think about podcasting yourself too. This is, um, not an ad me saying this. I'm just saying that podcasting has kind of, uh, gone up on the rise. And I'm, I'm not saying just cause now, <laughs> just cause we're all stuck in our houses, by the way, but it was for a while for the past, uh, year, two years. More so um, year, though. It's really been on the rise because technology for sharing one podcast on multiple platforms evolved to be easy, easier for everybody. Yeah. In any case, a lot going on right now. And I felt that it would be responsible and mature to talk about it all. Of course, nobody wants to talk about it, right? Because everybody wants to talk about it. But there's a lot of war over what's true or false. <sighs> you know, I just, I'm kind of, um, I'm disappointed in just the way things turned out. Aren't you? Right, you know, I mean, I knew things were messed up, but I, I figured like there'd be like a general like underlying just humanity. 
And look at now. It's interesting. I mean, it's cool that like bad people supposedly, <coughs> excuse me, are getting caught, which is good. But there's something so weird about it all, right? I mean, the, the light workers were right. You know, they were prepping for this. They've uh, stated, you know, they even had groups. The event is coming. The event is happening soon. The event is here. <laughs> and what do you know? Here we are. It happened. And um, that's kind of iffy in itself. Right? You know, but I'm not pointing blame. Actually, this is definitely not about pointing blame, but this is about responsibility and accountability. You see, the difference is, is that we focus on what's going on and what we can do about it and what we will do about it. Not just can. Because, you know, when we focus on the um, thinking of what can I do about it, we're trying to make excuses. But if you really want something, then you find a way. Believe me, I know. I stopped giving myself excuses by a irony in my life, just being, coming to a point in my life where I realized that I had given myself excuses too much and it cost me, well, if you know me or not by now, it cost me and my mom and seeing her in time and it was my fault. If you can empathize with me there, then you can kind of apply it to your own life. That's the point. A lot of times people don't want to empathize with me there, so they, they just focus on that and think, oh, he's saying that because he's hurt. And I'm like, oh my God, do I have to spell it out? <laughs> no, I'm saying this so that way people understand, so that way the people that I talk to understand. I'm hoping you understand that you can apply that to your life. And it becomes a superpower before you make the mistake of losing the things that you have not yet gone for. That's why I say it. So if you empathize, this is a gift to you. You can receive it, and which you can. Just think about it. Think about the things in your life that you have not yet done. Maybe you haven't seen your relative in a while. Hey, you know. No excuses. What about that girl or guy that you, you know, if you're whatever, you know, um, attracted to or uh, maybe a job you wanted to go after, but, you know, you've been not too courageous in it. You know, that's egotistical. Kind of weird way to think about it, but somebody put me onto that and I, I, it's so true. Even looking down on yourself is egotistical because it's self-centered it's thinking about yourself as the identity but the truth is is that when you want something when you truly want something you don't focus on yourself it's not the point what confidence is is where the person forgets about themselves and they focus on what they're trying to do simple as that and i think that um that's the irony really 
Uh, maybe it's a miscommunication thing. Um, which happens, hey, you know. Not all of us speak the same ways or understand things the same ways, so miscommunication happens. And also, a lot of times, especially nowadays, we've gotten stuck in this dynamic of um, horrible values. Uh, values that were not valuable in the long run. And look what happened. So let's revert. Right now, I am in my apartment room. It's very small, just quaint. I've got a cool bed. I mean, it's nice, but it's pretty dirty because I have not really given a crap about sheets even. I, I mean, I, I used to use the sheets, but I just freaking didn't even give a fuck after maybe a couple months. Um, last, I don't know, two years ago? <laughs> Gross, right? I know. It's authentic of me. And I don't care if you judge me because, guess what? It doesn't matter, does it? Look at us. In our lives, in our houses, in our Waddles of Clay. No, I'm scared. That's from a uh, scary movie. <laughs> Waddles of Clay. That's from Halloween um, 3, I think. Which was actually filmed pretty close to here. Anyways. <clears throat> the point is. Is that I, I focused on work. I focused on doing what I needed to do. What I, what I, what I thought I needed to do, at least. Trying my best. And the bed was just a place to fucking lay down and not be working for a second, you know. And um, when I had to and would collapse, that's where I would collapse. And I would wake up and I would get back to work because I wanted something. Because I saw the value in it. And that's, um, it's a psychological thing. That is very simple. It's already been laid out for us. It's already been charted and mapped. And it's easy to read. Very easy. Especially when you can anchor yourself in a knowingness of who you are and why that is. And the map and the chart is the zodiac. That's right. Astrology is just a reflection the aspects of the zodiac go in certain orders. And I don't just mean in the wheel of it. But if you'll notice that there's certain dynamics to it. For each element, you have three signs. Total of 12. And if you know your charts, there's also houses. Total of 12. And such are reflective. There are four elements. They go in order. Starting off with fire, so to speak. But really, before there was that, you had to have a 
temperament, right? You have to have a form from it. So it would be water from the Pisces, which is the uh, deepest depth of the void, to the spark that is Aries, which is the passion. So you have the feeling to the passion. I want something because I feel something. And then I have the passion, which drives me. Then it goes to earth, which is sense, value, understanding of time due to memory, which all memories are, really, sensation. Then, onto light. I know, but we say air in astrology, or they say air. Obviously, it's not air, it's light. As a, if you want to associate a physical representation to these elements. In any case, the point is, use it. Get to know the astrology chart. Don't be lazy. Don't be behind. If you don't know astrology, you're behind the times. And I don't mean um, in a, like, oh, there's some astrologers out there. No, 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 no. There are hundreds of millions of astrologers out there. Many of them are way better than me. And it is a science. If you actually ever looked it up, it's amazing. I would say that... Whew, how much is there online about astrology? Probably a good... At least 15% of the published articles online are astrology that you had no idea existed i mean maybe you do maybe you're an astrologer listening to the show if so kudos keep up the good work do me a favor teach it for the, from the passion of wanting to inspire others to learn about themselves through astrology that's what i do and that's my goal every single time. I guess I'm not the best at inspiring people to learn astrology, really. Because what I like about it is the amazing sense that it works from the data. It's amazing, you know? To me, that's what really, really trips me out, you know? Because I didn't believe in it. However you can connect to people, do it. Because right now... People don't know themselves. They don't know themselves, so they don't love themselves. They think they do, but they've been taught ego values. And now we have a humanity that needs humans to be humane. I'm sorry if I'm coming off harsh. I've suffered a lot, you know, and I'm not asking for sympathy or pity. I'm just, hmm, I'm, I'm trying my best, and I know everybody else is. Please, um, if you could, find me on Facebook, Sean. Filofono.
you could find me through probably a good amount of things in in this uh, on this podcast um, promoted stuff videos and such I did a documentary on emotions called true emotions you can find it online I um, I write for a couple publications doing some studying something clicked you see I um, I've known a good amount about science just as every other kid you know I mean if you're my age then you probably grew up with Bill Nye Right, and you probably watched some pretty cool shows that really um, excited you about science. Those were the best, right? Like we never liked, you know, math and our lower, uh, you know, grade school days. But when it came to chemistry or science, like that was cool, interesting, right? You know, we always loved dinosaurs. Like what? Dinosaurs, cool, right? You know, things like that. History, in the sense of um, the vastness of it. Well, I knew that DNA was the perfect antenna for light wave, and I knew this for two reasons. I mean, well, from one. Um, from a book, a very lengthy book called, uh, and it's a very hippie name, <laughs> okay, but the data research was pretty good. It's called Infinite Love is the Only Truth, Everything Else is Illusion. Now, I don't suggest you believe everything in the book at all, but the science and the data collected was pretty cool and pretty on point, and I really specifically liked the part about the DNA explaining. See, it was the first time I had ever heard of the idea that DNA was the perfect antenna for light frequency. And it's true. Look at it. A bit before that, my good friend, Derek, one day told me, because he was going to school for this stuff, told me how DNA and RNA communicate with each other sending photons to each other because DNA and RNA are made out of protein crystalline structures I thought that was insane that's amazing like you're telling me that DNA and RNA are crystals and they communicate with light and that's a fact you know that's a it's a published academic find and we know that and we have known that. And that's what we teach in our school, obviously, because that's where he learned it and told me. Now you put those together, what do you get? You get the fact that the DNA is the specific structure to capture light frequency. Now that's funny. So what does that imply about frequencies well, a couple things there was a video that I wish I could find that I've been looking for for five years um, I've shared it once and then it was taken down never seen it again but 
I think that just by me talking about it, we can use our general understanding of logic and logical reasoning to deduce the logical truth. And it is easy. And it is uh, so easy it's mundane. So, alright, well the video talked about same stuff. Frequency, DNA. And what it also talked about was the heart. And how the heart gives off a far greater field of electromagnetic frequency than the brain. But this took it a bit further. Talked about emotion and the difference in the frequency dependent on the emotion. Turned out that love was a high frequency. The resonancy of um, I don't know if I used the right term, excuse me, um, because I know that you have to apply vector and a lot more than that, but it's, um, the, we'll just say high frequency of the emotion of love was high enough so that way as it goes through the DNA, if you were to align the DNA and to measure it from the wavelength, to the uh, bend of the curvature of the DNA structure. What happens is you would find that the wavelength hits every node. It enacts. It connects. It activates. Well, we can we shouldn't say activate, but I mean that's probably what it is. But for the record, um, I'm just looking for words here. But it touches every node. Now, when it comes to emotions like hate or anger or depression, those are a bit more deep in long wave. So they miss the nodes. You don't activate them. Mind you, I'm using activate as a, uh, you know, je ne sais quoi. I don't really know. You know, I just, um, I'm using that word. But it does sound, of course it does. Why else would it be the same shape, perfect shape, for light waves? Moving on. Now going through the years, knowing that, it's very interesting that this COVID-19 thing comes along. And as it does, a friend posts a video by a doctor giving a speech. And I won't, um, <coughs> I won't say anything here as though it's fact. Let's just put it up to conjecture. Okay. Okay, let's just say supposedly. This way that I don't anger any crazy people out there that are trying to, you know, have their fact wars. Which, believe me, I can and will drop the hammer. But let's leave it for now as supposedly, right? 
let's say that DNA, when it breaks, when it gets damaged, gets ejected out of the cell because the cell does not want it to be in there anymore because that's broken genetic material. Genetic material is made out of molecules that are collected elements that could have chemical reaction as it floats about, it comes in contact with other chemicals. So it wants to get rid of that, obviously. And it ejects it out of the outside, that's the, the membrane of the cell membrane. And if it has a lot of material that's broken, it ejects it out from the outside. Now let's say uh, a certain Rudolf Steiner during a Spanish flu of sorts was approached and asked, well, what are we looking at? What is this? And Steiner was to say, well, that's obviously just, no, he didn't say that. Okay, all right. He, he was not a uh, pompous guy at all. He was a very cool guy. But he said, oh, that's just the cell ejecting damaged genetic material. Okay. Now, I'm no longer saying supposedly, you know, Rudolf Steiner was a brilliant man. Now, I don't know anything about his uh, political agenda because I've never even researched in that area. And to me, that's besides the point. I'm not, I'm not talking about an ad hominem fallacy, which is to, which is what everybody does these days, which is really stupid. And don't do that. Don't do an ad hominem. You know, that's where you uh, ignore a person's point by trying to make generalizations on their character based on their sins or some shit, as though, you know, anybody else is looking any better. It's about the logic, damn it. Get the logic through. <laughs> For real. That's how you get justice served. You know? I mean, I believe that we all want to have justice, right? We all want to live in a world where nobody lies and does evil things and we don't have to worry about all this crap, right? You know, let me uh, let me sidestep for a second here because I think it's important that I do touch on that. Um, what about, let's say, um, let's say you live in a fanciful world. It's totally made up, imagined by you. None of this is in this world is 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 at all similar to the world that we live in now. Okay, now in this imaginary world of yours, there's a medical industry. This industry makes money from illness. That's right. People pay because they're sick. That's how they make money. Hold that thought. 
Now, there used to be in this imaginary world of yours where there is this medical system that is an industry. Cures, but through time, and by default of an industry needing to make money and profit and grow, well, they stopped. They stopped uh, researching anything in the cures because um, it wasn't efficient for money making, you know, and um, I don't know how people can be so myopic that they would only really care about their one life incarnation here. <laughs> and... Um, and just really try to reap and create a worse world for the future and for their children, if they have any. I don't know. It's just, um, it's hypocrisy, really, if you think about it. You reap the benefits of a society, as we do. You have jeans on. Did you sew them? You know, you drive a car. Where'd that oil come from? The gas. You know? Who built the car? All of the things that you benefit from, even the safety that you have from others, because we have a legal system, you reap that benefit. That is not a thing that's just inherent in, in humanity. No. That took hard work from people that you don't respect if you fail the system, if you disobey humanity's goodwill by taking advantage of others, if you disobey the hopes of the people that laid the foundation that you reap from. That's, I, I, I don't even see why this is an issue, but it is. And I guess I just have to accept it, but um, I also, I mean, like, that's just me saying it, because, you know, that's a way to say it, but in um, a more practical sense, I don't, I really don't have to accept it, because that's wrong. I don't have to do any action except for speak the truth, and say that it's wrong, because it is. And people can get all mad they want, you know? But that's just a reflection of cognitive dissonance and denial, and that can be measured as it can be charted, and it can be recorded as it can be shown. And in all due respect, respect is only applied with humility being a factor that builds character. So character is not had. Humility is not accounted for I know I've had an entire life of humility I honor and respect people daily now that is is it boasting of me only if it sparks your insecurity by you not doing the same because a person that does the same would say yeah me too right on you know Obviously, why would they get insecure? They wouldn't. But a person that doesn't do that would be like, so, what do you think you're better than me? You know, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's the thing. It's the funniest thing because 
it has nothing to do with that, what I think. You know, it has everything to do with the person being insecure by specifically lacking in exactly what they know they should not be lacking in. These things are very much needed. It's evident right now, pretty damn hardcore. I mean, I, I've, I've said it before, you know, I, I can't believe that it got this far. Like, really, I cannot believe that it got this far. Are you not feeling the same as me? Like, you know, um, like, damn, like, like that, like, humanity really just. You know, it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've really, I'm still trying here. I'm still trying and I'm not trying to insult, but I don't really see any other way. But like, I mean, like if people don't really feel like feel the shame or look at the shame, then you kind of got to insult really. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at Alex Jones. I used to hate Alex Jones just because he was negative. Right. You know? But I kind of see now, like, like he filled a kind of needed criteria. And what happened when he, you know, got shut down? Well, narcissists derived out of the Love Yourself movement. And it created a f faction of a bunch of people who would not look at anything negative, so they would not solve any problems in society. I don't even know if that was planned or if that was an uh, accident, but it's fact by measurement. Easily recorded as it is easily shown and seen. And um, ironically, probably just all accident because um, if you look at Google Trends and you Google search in Google Trends, the, um, the trends between searching for the word narcissist, searching for the words self-love, and a song that Justin Bieber came out with about self-love. Yeah, I know. I was going to, before, publish an article called um, Justin Bieber, um, yada yada sends us to hell or some shit and something like that but I, I decided against it because I was very you know I mean he's just a kid trying to make songs <clears throat> and that's um that's actually a important thing that I want to emphasize here you see although like I've come off a little bit negative I mean you might notice that I have not done a specific thing and what that thing is not point to the government or to the anybody or to some idea of a people that you know are evil been like they are the ones and that yada yada and you know why that is you know why i'm not pointing at some imaginary thing or i mean i'm not saying it's not real whatever you might believe is there it might be real hey you know but i'm not pointing at that because doing that, if you notice all through history, 
specifically stops us from solving it. We don't solve it by pointing. If we point at the issue, that's fine. You can most definitely point at the issue. You can most, especially if it's in the moment and somebody does it, that's fine. Point at the issue, point at them and, you know, as, as they're holding the issue, whatever. But it's not about them. It's about the issue. That's responsibility. That's accountability. Because accountability is forgiving. Accountability is understanding that a person is going to feel emotions. That's regardless. It's going to happen. A person feels emotions. In fact, it's only as we deny them feeling emotions that things become toxic. And I say this a lot. I say it again. Emotions are just a water. They must be felt. If they're not, then it becomes stagnant. And the people that deny a person's emotions, that, that gaslight them from their own expressions of self, that's real evil. Real evil is not the person that blows up and goes off killing people. No, what do you think? That was primed. That was primed from years of abuse on that person through psychological priming by fake people, classic people, people with fake smiles, um, people that did not care to empathize, people that probably thought that their subtle passive aggressiveness was okay. You know, and I, and it's, I don't, you know, I'm not even blaming them because that's a really good, huge part of society. And um, bit by bit, it's changing, thank God. But yeah, no, that's what real evil is. I mean, if you think about it, let's say I'll approach this from all angles. Um, if you believe in uh, God, angels, demons, and such, then let's approach it from that end, okay? The demons, obviously, would work through the regular seeming people. And of course, that's what it would be. You know, a, a demon would work through a person in a suit, person that's a, you know, um, a close friend, not the homeless person on the street that, you know, you're scared of because he looks all grimy. No, in fact, that's probably the angel, obviously, but a demon would work through the subtlety the things that you wouldn't pay attention to and they would pick pick you know through a huge amount of time because it's conditioning now if you think about it I bet you can think of uh, things in your life that you really just don't like or it'll come up sometime and you'll remember like oh yeah that's one of those things I really do not like that when people do that and why do they always do that well, you know, there's ironies and stuff. Now, you can think whatever you want. I'm not saying you have to believe in demons. I mean, I don't even know if I believe in them. You know, I'm just saying, um... Use your best judgment. For me... I believe in scientific method. I keep an open mind, and I've had a lot of experiences that does suggest such things exist, but... The, even the label 
demon is a um, egregore that was labeled as an idea which has been passed down through time uh, made up into comics and cartoons and the, it's really um, the understanding of it is more lost than in, we could say of the understanding had that goes for everything 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 that you've read in history think about it it's been passed down as an egregore it's an idea it's a meme and the true meaning of anything that's a tough one that's a tough one I would say that the best thing that you could do for that the best tool that you have to decipher the truth is to get to know yourself the best you can because the more you know yourself the more you understand the dynamics of emotions you know when we uh, have not started our journey and you know getting to know ourselves we tend to think like oh people are random people will feel what they want to feel and think you know they'll that things are um things are random and uncontrollable and people are psychos actually not at all really at all like you start to see that no um everybody else is kind of just in denial that people are acting specific ways because of the things that others are doing to them like it's very much practical very much so like we all have emotions specifically due to specific other things and at the root level those are universal that's a universal thing the only time in a person's awareness when they do not have the same universal emotional response is when there's a lacking in the awareness of the object or the experience had which means that the the input is not the same anyway so of course it wouldn't be the same response yeah. And it doesn't have to be lacking. It could be um misconstrued, uh, misunderstood, um uh different attributes applied. Yeah. But you gotta take into account that that's what we're really looking at is the interpretation. So when it comes to the interpretation you got to kind of get basic now like we could look at things like um, a person insecure about what other people think of them right now that just as every other value an emotional value has an equal opposite I swear to God you can ask me for any any kind of value, any emotional value. There is an equal opposite, and it's very easy for me to find because it's a zodiac chart, and I can just look at it <laughs> and uh, point to it for you. Well, there's that. Here's the opposite side that it ignores, that it denies, that it does not see. And I have to do that a lot of times because I have to show people they're not always right. In fact, as David Hume put it, loosely quoted, it's when our 
we are in uh, arrogance that we are most grotesquely wrong usually that is how it is but I want to add that actually sometimes we're arrogant for other reasons like nobody listening and um, being right arrogance comes out I know it comes out of me you know but it's a natural emotion uh, the ugliness is when we deny that and I'm, I'm saying that fuck it you know I mean it's true it might seem like um, it's wrong for me to say because I'm calling it another's that um, that they're not allowing my arrogance to be heard but but you know actually like it's weird because that it gives me the maturity to listen to another person when they're being arrogant and actually hear them you know and it, that just shows that I have less of a false um, ego problem you know uh, it, it's ironic and it's kind of a show actually it's a show of development of character and I guess I have to be careful about talking about my good qualities because people will get insulted by them or by me saying that and uh, insecure about that right isn't that funny and um, it's horrible actually like if you get insulted that should be a show of Because those are the exact people that lack it and deny growing in those in those areas. Those are the exact people that really are pretty much the exact lacking of humanity that put us in this mess. Look at the journalism, for instance. And I called it out. I called it out on all of them. You know, publicly. I, I, I've said it all over the internet. It's because of the fear that the mainstream media has had, the journalists specifically, the fear of their own job securities, that they pushed and pushed and pushed this fear of this virus, right? COVID-19. And due to that, we had a market plummet almost collapse but hey you know don't uncross those fingers yet if anything buy bitcoin that's that's very much a very good logical step it's open source which means it's not controlled by any company or country it's um the main tech has not ever been breached before by any hacker the core tech of the blockchain and it's finite there's only 20 million bitcoins that were designed into it that could ever be mined so the price and value of course can 
by kind of like default really only go up i mean it can go down but like that makes no sense you know <laughs> like it's a it's a valuable asset that takes data saves it on the blockchain forever to always be verifiable it's like a storage facility really well not facility but storage uh code thing that you could put something on and hey be like hey you know i existed and i put that there and it's seeable for everybody in the future forever like that's value it's a record and um yeah there will only ever be 20 million or less so that's a rare thing you know i mean it's not we can't print out more than that like does anybody understand like it's that's it <laughs> you know so just buy a little bit if it's gonna go up but it's the nature of it moving on i've been talking your ear off sure i'm sure but to get to some more important points One of the main arguments that I hear online, besides this whole like, oh, oh, the cure, something that kills the virus. Viruses, you can't kill a virus. A virus is not alive. A virus is not alive. You know, the explanation of a virus is that it's A, Oh, I should I shouldn't use a I should there are letters I should use numbers uh, one for one it is sixty percent or higher the DNA from whatever host that it's in interesting and they say that because they say oh it replicates it goes into the thing and because it, it replicates more of itself and it uses the DNA <laughs> sounds a lot like um what the cell does naturally when the DNA breaks, right? You know, when it has junk DNA, not junk DNA, uh, when it has, uh, excuse my, um, fucking, I'm petting my cat. Uh, <laughs> when it has uh, broken DNA, when it has genetic material that, that is broken, and yeah, well, it ejects it, you know. And that's pretty much the same thing that we say about what a virus is when it, when it infects. No, I'm not saying I know anything about that. Because, you know, I mean, I, I only researched a little bit, you know, for a couple of days straight. But um, that, that doesn't mean shit because I'm not a doctor. So don't take any chances. Hey, look at me coughing. <sighs> Moving on then. So it's not alive. And you can know that by Googling it. Guess what? There's like, I think maybe one, probably one hit you'll find of a person saying, dude, they gotta be alive. Cause like, dude, but guess what? Viruses don't fit the criteria. They don't have cells. They can't reproduce on their own, they say. But I, I say they probably don't even reproduce at all. 
We would probably just see them coming out of the cells. This is my hunch, you know, I'm, I don't know, I could be wrong. But it makes sense. I don't know. I think that just for so long we didn't understand that the effect was not of, uh, you know, something that we could see just with our regular tele uh, microscopes. I think that it's because the effect was from light, right? The light, whatever uh, frequency is. By the way, um, if the diameter is right and the viscosity of the whatever, you know, the medium is just right, then the frequency of whatever spectrum don't really matter. You just gotta fucking be right for the the be right for the orbit, the the sphere, the diameter, the viscosity. It just has to be right to be right for the di diameter with the viscosity. And guess what? It causes a resonance factor where the energy builds up inside. Look up and research, uh, just YouTube. YouTube, what happens when you microwave a grape? Guess what? It turns into plasma. Foofs up as fucking plasma, like a fucking tiny little sun foof. <laughs> because the frequency that's used in the microwave is just the right wavelength to fit the diameter of a grape given the viscosity of the medium inside the grape. The light wave or the um, frequency uh, slows down, or yeah, it slows down, and it bends and bounces back inside of the grape, causing a resonance factor. And from the very center inside of the grape, outwards, it burns out as plasma, lighting up bright from the center. Imagine a cell. Gotcha. Thank you for listening. Stay safe out there. And in, inside too. And cultivate safeness. Co-create safeness. Honor people that do that and build a future of safeness. Much love. <laughs>